Give the Lord a hand praise. You can do better than that. Amen. Just to know him. There ought to be an advantage to being a Christian. Somebody say amen. There, there ought to be some benefits to being a Christian. There ought to be a million reasons why I have chosen to be a Christian rather than to be anything else. And it is because we need to be reminded of the benefits of being a Christian. So this series on angels is about one of the benefits we have, one of the advantages we have as Christians, because God's angels protect God's people. Somebody has to know that. God, angels don't protect everybody now. We got to. We got to know what's happening in the world today because there's a lot going on at the spiritual level. And if you're not connected to what's going on, then you don't know the advantage of being a Christian. So part two on our angel series, please go to the book of Psalm. Psalm is a book with numbers. Psalm 34, verse 7. You may find it and look at it, or you may listen and hear it, whichever you choose. And as I said last Sunday, take your time to find it. Don't ever be embarrassed about going to the index of the Bible. That's why it's there. You'd be surprised at the people who call themselves Christian that don't know the Bible today because it's a process and it's something you're learning all the time. I'm learning something all the time. Psalm 34, verse 7, reading from the New Revised Standard Version. And listen now for the word of the Lord. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear God and God delivers them. That's military language. <laughs> because angels are used in military fashion. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Oh, smile at somebody today.
Amen. Y'all so beautiful. God's children. And so, look at your neighbor and, neighbor and, and say, neighbor, I have a question. What do angels do? The thing that makes this series exciting is that we are not taking our information from Hollywood. Somebody say amen. Not that Hollywood is bad, because I'm going to tell you, Hollywood is doing more at the spiritual level than the church. Somebody need to say amen. People have become more comfortable with demons, because that's what we see. All of these movies and series about bad angels, about demons, and nasty stuff, and blood, and biting on people, and all like that. While the church has been so quiet about God's good angels. Yes, there are two kinds of angels, the bad angels and the good angels. The one thing similar to both is that God created both of them. They're creatures. Remember we learned that last time? We summarized last Sunday. Angels are not human beings who died. A human being will never be an angel. We are a different creation. Angels are a separate creation of God. The Bible says we were created just a little lower than the angel. But the Bible also says if we go to heaven, we're going to be greater than the angels. Oh, God, help me up in here. In the Bible, we learned that Angels don't appear in the Bible as women or boys or girls or chubby babies with wings. <laughs> I'm telling you what the world has got us caught up in and, and, and you know. <laughs> and I just blame the church because we've been too quiet. We talk about people. We need to be talking about angels. We need to be telling the world what we got that other folk don't have. No, and it doesn't matter to me. Angels are mostly betrayed as men in the Bible. That is so fine with me. I am not off into all of this other cray-cray about who's the best and who's the better. God gave men and women both strengths and gifts. Being the same does not mean being equal. So most of the time in the Bible, angels appear mostly as ordinary men. Most angels don't have wings. <laughs> angels go back and forth to heaven. From heaven, they shuffle to earth and earth. But they don't fly around. Angels with wings are in heaven praising God. Somebody say amen. Then we said, angels are not sweet creatures who sing and play harps. Everybody wants to make Christianity this little sweet religion, sweet little, ain't nothing sweet about being an angel. Angels are tough. Christians ought to be tough. We ought to have holy 
boldness. That's why a lot of people say they're leaving the Christian church. They don't see us doing anything. But you know, God has given every child that comes to him gifts. Gifts of healing. You know, we ought to be able to just touch people and they're healed. We take no authority in being a Christian. We don't do it. We just be it in a seat on a Sunday. But Christianity is not something you be alone by itself. Christianity, if you are it, then you do it. We are known by our fruits. That's why I hear people talk all the time about what they used to do and what they did. Now, I can tell by your fruits what you've done for God. Your fruits, your gifts, your graces, what you've manifested in God's name. Angels are not sweet creatures who sing and play harps. Many, 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 it said thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of angels are warriors who hold swords. We fight not against flesh and blood. We're so busy fighting each other when I'm not your enemy and you not mine. There's a war going on in the spiritual realm. And the war in the spiritual realm seems to be defeating the church because the church has left the spiritual realm and come to be like the world. Oh, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We ought to know about the spiritual realm. All angels are not good and obey God. Because there are angels or messengers of God and other angels who chose to follow the devil because angels have a will like we do. They're very intelligent. They can make decisions. The Bible says they usually are invisible, but they can choose to show themselves. That's why the Bible said, be not afraid every time an angel will show up. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't fear not. Fear not. There are good angels and there are demon angels. Somebody say amen. And so last Sunday, I shared some of the truths about angels for you to at least come to the understanding that there are angels. Angels are real. And even though you might not be able to see them, today I'd like to share with you how God uses angels for his ministry. Because it's important to know that God commands angels. We don't tell angels what to do. God is the general of the angels. So if we want to contact the angel, we got to go through the general first. God, would you please dispatch your angels to me on my behalf today? We don't worship angels. We don't pray to angels. We just know that angels are available to those who commit themselves to God. And I just want you to know about angels because you can't believe in something that you don't understand what its purpose is. Thank God you know a toothbrush is for your mouth. You know its purpose. Glory to God. There are many things in the world, things that we know their purpose. We know how to use them. 
in the spiritual realm, there are things we can, can use. And one of the most powerful things we can use in the spiritual realm is the use and to know the purpose of angels. Psalm 34, 7 says, our scripture that we've taken for today, it says, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. And we read this wonderful promise in Psalm 91, 9 through 12. If you make the most high, this is if. He's an if-then God. Now, don't think just anybody going to get protection. No, there's some benefits to being a Christian. Look at your neighbor say that. I knew it was some reason I'm a Christian. Beloved, there are lots of reasons you ought to be a Christian in the world today where demonic activity is on the rampage. So we read this wonderful promise from God in Psalms 91, 9 through 12. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord, who is my refuge, then no harm shall befall you. No disaster will come near your tent. For God will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all of your ways that they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not even strike your foot against a stone. That's reason enough to be a Christian because the enemy knows that when you are a Christian, there are some things he cannot do to you and to me. Somebody say amen. amen. And I'd like to share just five points. I'm going to spend a little time on each of them, but I'm going to spend more time on the fifth point. So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on each point. Last week we learned from Hebrews 1.14 that God's angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who are recipients of salvation. Those who have confessed the Lord Jesus as their Savior. So number one, number one, one role of the angels is that the angels are messengers. The angels bring a message from God to us. It's interesting that God uses messengers a lot. That's because he wants us in relationship with him. There is nothing that God needs us for except he loves us and wants us in relationship with him because he is God. It's a wonderful thing that a God that sits high and looks low would want me involved in the process of life and that he would equip me with things to make life on earth a better place. There's some things we have to know to win the game. I say all the time, tell your neighbor, I'm in this to win it. I'm in it to win it. So God's angels first are messengers. According to the Bible, angels articulate or speak God's message to us. The same thing God does with pastors and preachers. He calls us out. He tells us what to say to the people. We are human messengers. That's how God works. And so we have to understand that this most basic ministry of angels, in fact, the word angel itself, angelos means messenger. 
Los Angeles, the city of angels. Look at that movie. It's, it's, it's somewhat biblical in its 1998, City of Angels. This is to give you a glimpse of how angels really do look and appear. And angelos is even sometimes used in scripture of a human messenger, like a pastor. But the Hebrew word for angel is the word Malachi, just like the prophet preacher, Malachi, which means messenger. Somebody say messenger. And so this basic work of the ministry of angels is to deliver God's message to us. There are many, many examples in the Bible of angels coming to give people on earth a message. God sent an angel to Philip. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. God sent an angel to Philip telling him how to go preach to an Ethiopian eunuch who needed to know how to be saved. God sent an angel to Mary. God sent an angel to Joseph. God then and now uses his angels as messengers. I was talking to someone this past week who has been in a series of uh, car accidents. Not just, just always something with a car. Bumping into the car, the car bumping into them, the car um, getting stuck in their grid, whatever, anything. So just over and over and over and over. And so they asked me, what, what is that? And I prayed to God. Now look, when you pray, you're not just talking. You got to listen. Talk and listen. I said, God, what is, what is going on in the spiritual realm with this person? And God said to me, I'm just trying to get their attention. How do you know? Because they're not dead. They're not hurt. They don't got no scratches. I'm just always bumping them to get their attention. Because when God wants our attention, it's usually, I would say not good news. I just want some angels to come to me with some good news. So I talked to this person, I said, one thing I want you to do is that you need to sage yourself, sage your car, and then you need to stop and ask God, God, why am I going through this? What are you trying to say to me? That's how we have to start living as Christians. We got to practice and work this thing, get our mind out of the world and stop being obsessed with the things we see on television. Somebody say amen. Remember too, angels provide our needs. That's number two. Angels provide our needs. I cannot tell you how many stories I could give you about angels in my life. I just cannot. I wouldn't even start. Most of you, some of you, might not notice miracles that happen in your life every single day. Because we're not programmed to speak 
to, to look at the spirit world, but I'm begging you, this is the day of the Holy Spirit. This is a time of Pentecost, and this is a time to be connected to God who is spirit. God is spirit, and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Somebody say amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a spiritual being. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Devil don't mess with you because you're a spiritual being. Uh, he might bump your car, but he ain't going to let nothing happen to you. He just wants your attention. <clears throat> so in, about knees, in the story about Elijah the prophet, there's a time when Elijah the prophet was just worn out. God sent Elijah the prophet to Israel to say, get them people straight. They're listening to false prophets. They're doing anything they want to do. I want you to do something to the people who say they're speaking in my name, and it's a lie. So Elijah went down, and, and he killed. Elijah took the prophet, false prophets out. That's all I want to say. And when he did... A woman named Jezebel. That's why I don't, you don't ever want Je Jezebel spirits are tearing up God's church. But a woman named Jezebel got so upset with what the prophet had done that she said to her husband, the king, you know, I want you to kill Pastor Elijah. I want you to kill him. Whatever it takes, take his life. He didn't mess with my false gods. I like my false gods. I like money, material things. I like all that kind of stuff. Kill him. So Elijah went on the run. Now don't be crazy if somebody's after you with something. Don't just stand there and go, okay, God, send your angel. God say, don't test me now. <laughs> don't test me. If you walk out in front of a car, don't test me. So Elijah said, I'm out of here. Elijah started running. He got very tired, and he ran, and he walked, and he was hungry, and he was sick, and he was tired. And so then Elijah just went under a tree and just sat down to rest and just went to sleep. And then he thought in his mind before he went to sleep, oh, I'm so tired. Why don't God just let me die? So while he was sleeping there, an angel came, the Bible says, Elijah was physically exhausted, emotionally detrained, spiritually depleted, and just sitting under a tree wanting to die. And God sent an angel to Elijah. Elijah. And the angel came and poked Elijah in the ribs. My, my, my. By the way, you know, we're going to see that this one of the main jobs of angels is to wake people up. Ooh, Lord have mercy. It may be some... Angels in the church poking somebody, trying to wake them up. <laughs> you know, it never says that the Holy Spirit poked anybody or touched anybody, but angels do that. An angel said to Elijah, Elijah, wake up, get up, and eat. And Elijah woke up, and God had provided him food, provided him manna from heaven. I remember when I was in a dangerous situation and my car was on E, 
One, I didn't know where I was, and I was lost, and it was dark, and it was in a bad area. And I said, Lord, I don't have no gas. I can't get home. I ain't stopping and getting out this car. I just don't know. I will never forget when I got home, there was gas in the car. You better think about it. You better think about the time. I, I just can't even talk about all of it. Think about it. All of us, if we think about it, have experienced angels in our lives, whether we knew they were angels or not. The Bible tells us in Psalm 78, 24, that's what the Bible says. He rained down manna for the people to eat. He gave the grain of heaven. Me and ate the bread of angels. Sometimes today, or day when I'm eating, I'm saying, Lord, may this food that I'm eating feed those who are hungry. Lord, I ask you to please dispatch your angels in places where people have no food and let the manna rain down. And I ask him that because he's God. So there is something about the ministry of angels, how they can minister in terms of food and, and waking somebody up and helping them out. So angels provide for our needs at times. Three, angels preside at our death. How many of you knew that? Angels, if you're a Christian now, this is all of this is if you're a Christian. Christians suffer differently. For one thing, we don't suffer long that long. If we that sick, God just brings us home. Number three, angels preside at our death. According to what the Lord Jesus said in Luke 16, 22, angels are present at the time we die, and they are the ones who carry our souls and spirit into heaven. The time came, the Bible says, when the beggar Lazarus died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. A blessed truth is that angels are present when a Christian dies and angels are the one who escort us out, souls and spirit, into heaven itself. So I don't know what happens to you if you're not a Christian. But I know because I don't think the angels be off down in hell. I don't, I, 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 that's, I have to look that up. Angels go back and forth from earth to heaven. And so angels take Christians when we die to heaven. There are a lot of people who talk about angels but don't understand that they are supernatural beings. There are in books written that try to say angels are only human beings who do nice things to people. The devil is a lie. Now you can act angelic. You know, I've had somebody say to me, are you an angel? Oh, baby, if you only knew. No. <laughs> I'm not an angel. I never will be an angel. But I want to act like an angel sometimes. I want to do things for people that they can't understand. So it can be a compliment to say, are you an angel? I have met some people that I thought came in with a message and left and never saw them again. Think about it. Now, it may be possible for human beings to act like an angel. They are supernatural beings called angels that God has given us for a specific task. Look at what we have talked about so far. This is what we've learned. A human being might deliver a message from God through his word, but that's not an angel. That's just a Christian ministry. A human being might protect somebody from harm. A human being might even help somebody to understand God's word and minister them physically, but a person cannot carry someone's soul and spirit into heaven. 
Only a supernatural being from God can do that. Angels escort Christians to heaven when we die. Isn't that exciting? Somebody say amen. Then four, angels praise God. Okay, I'm going to run. Angels praise God. There are angels in heaven who were just created to praise God. That's how much God loves praise. That's why you hear, if it's a healthy church, the name of God or the name of the pastor, you don't hear everybody else's name. Too many names. Too many names. Too many people wanting attention. Too many people wanting praise. God is the one who loves to be praised. He loves to be. You want to praise somebody. Pray. God loves to be praised. Angels are created to just stand at the throne of God and tell him how wonderful he is. How wonderful you are, God. Oh, God. Almighty. That's what they do all the time. They praise him. So remember, there are angels who stay in heaven praising God around his throne, and there are angels going back and forth from heaven and earth to praise him. Angels, even in earth, praise God. I really believe that even in this worship service, there are angels all around helping us praise him teaching us to praise him angels all around and then five this is one I might spend a little time with because it's so important I think today angels protect us from harm you have no idea of the harm you've been in and you're still here. Angels, according to the scripture, protect us from harm. That's the passage we read in Psalm 34 and 91 and there are many examples in the Bible. In Exodus 23, 20, God says to Moses, see, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you along the way and to bring you to the place that I have prepared for you. We're talking about what God's angels do. They relay messages to God's children. They provide what we need. Angels escort us to heaven. Angels praise God. And angels protect us from harm. Because just knowing that, just knowing that angels protect us from harm, that alone in a world where you can't go to school and not be scared, where you can't go to the store and not be scared, where you can't go to church and not be scared, in a world where the enemy is running rampant, we ought to be glad to hear that as a child of God, he will send his angels to protect us. Hallelujah, God. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be scared all the time. Yes, we're fighting some battles. Yes, sometimes we're going to get hurt. Yes, sometimes we might be damaged. 
But oh, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. God's angels are watching over us like an army. Sometimes I like looking at military movies because I just like to see folk, good folk fight bad folk. I, I like to see. I, I like to think in the heavenly realm. That's God's angels tearing up every demon. <laughs> at the spiritual level, there are armies, armies of demons, armies of angels, and they're fighting over me and over you. And I love, you know, sometimes I, I asked the Lord the other day, I say, Lord, I don't know what it would be like if your church today was an army. I don't, we don't take orders well. We don't stick together, you know. Have you ever seen an army marching together? Ah, it's powerful to see that connection of people being on one accord. Have you ever seen a soldier take orders from the lieutenant without getting all upset and mad and say, yes, sir. God's angels are his army. And he is the general. And if we want to be like them, they're good examples of how to be obedient. Because an angel jumps at every order that God gives them. They jump at every order that God gives them. You're fighting some battles that you don't need to fight, beloved, because you have angelic assistants that are under orders from God, and they're ready to engage, but they're waiting on you and me to involve them. See, if you don't believe in them, why would they even be with you? Because you can't be a Christian and not believe in angels. To engage. Psalm 91 says, evil can't even get close to you. The word of God says, no harm can get through the door. Because God has ordered his angels to guard you wherever you go. That's powerful stuff. That's powerful if we just believed it. Engaging means to believe it. But remember Jesus said, according to your faith, so be it, you've got to activate this stuff. You've got to engage evil by your faith in God's word. Decree it and declare. The Bible says, no evil will come nigh my tent in Jesus' name. Work the word. Look at your neighbor and say, work Christian strategy. You've got to declare evil can't get close to me. No harm can come through my door because God ordered his angels to guard me wherever I go. Christians got to have a holy boldness instead of a whining baby. Look at your neighbor and say, grow up, Christian. <laughs> we got to get an attitude of gratitude. No, you can't touch this, devil. Are you crazy? I'm private property, devil, and you are trespassing 
in Jesus' name. Get out of my house. Get out of my family. Get out of my children. Get out of my body. Get out of my atmosphere. I have the authority as a Christian to call on my God and say, God, please dispatch your warring angels because the devil is acting a fool. You can sit there in your passivity if you want to. And you can watch the devil tear the church up. Because we don't have the holy boldness to be a soldier in the army of the Lord. Somebody say, thank God for angels. I declare and decree that there are angels camped around my house. I put the blood of Jesus over my doorpost. I declare that God's angels are in military position watching over my family. God's angels watching over my babies. God's angels watching over my grandchildren. God's angels watching over everything that I love. God's angels watching over me. You need to open your mouth and speak God's word. So, beloved, you must believe in the angels who God created to protect you. Remember, we don't command angels, but we can ask God to please release his angels. At least God knows we believe in it. If you never ask God to release the angels, why would he release them to you if you don't even know their name? You don't even know they exist. That means you don't know the Bible. God wants us to know that we know, that we know and speak it so that they can come into our world and fight for us. They can protect us and bring deliverance where we need it. Beloved, we are the children of God. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Blessings hanging in the atmosphere, waiting on us to declare life in abundance. Blessings waiting, waiting for us to declare the best is yet to come. And so, as we look at the chaotic conditions that swirl and swirl around us day by day, you know, it can cause us to become overwhelmed. It can cause us to become stressed out. It can cause us to become depressed. People are uptight today about so many things. Because we never know what's around the corner, do we? <laughs> we look at the news and all we see is crime and violence everywhere. The devil is busy. He is programming our minds to fear. When the word of God says that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and a sound mind. 
Oh, we look at the news. Who knows in the news media who God is? <laughs> On our coins it says, in God we trust, do we really? But the one of us who does know who God is. And those of us who stand in reverence and awe of his almightiness. Good God Almighty. We can trust that God has set up camp. All. It's any wonder we have made it this far, beloved. And don't, don't get it, don't get it twisted. We've come this far by faith. But we've also come this far because all night. You know, the devil is busiest about three o'clock in the morning when we sleep. <laughs> That's why I asked Jesus, Jesus, please pray for me without ceasing because there are times I'll be asleep and won't know what's going on on the demonic side. Protect me in my sleeping hours. Send your angels to my bedroom, please, God. Please, sir. Please, make sure they are in my car every time I turn my key. Please, God, please. Because good angels destroy bad angels. There's a war going on. But I know that all night and all day, I love God. Angels. Angels, angels, angels are watching over me. Angels, 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 angels are watching over you. Dangerous scene and unseen. There's protection all around. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. Under the refuge of God's wings, security is found. Praise God for so his angels. Lord, I love you. I praise your name. You have created angels. You created.